Hey guys, it's another day, another morning. I hope y'all are feeling good. <sighs> feeling blessed. Um, I just want to talk to you guys about people trying to test your faith. Ooh, let me tell you guys something. Oh my gosh. Every time, every time I feel like I'm getting more stronger in my faith and like I feel like I'm moving more closer to God, I always got to take a step back. You know what I mean? Not because I'm afraid, not because um, I feel like the closer I get, the more I lose myself. No, no, no. That's not it. I feel like I've passed that stage in my walk with God, and it's been definitely a roller coaster. You know what I mean? So, like, lately, I've really had to think about my next move you know like i'm a young woman and like i have a lot of things going on and i guess my foundation is trying to test me you know what i mean i have people in my life who are trying to test me in ways that i feel like the devil only knows can really affect me you know what i mean so i want to take this time to think about and talk about the story of paul so basically a little i'm just talking about i'm just going to talk about the part where paul was always being tested and he literally went to prison because he believed in christ um one of the scriptures that stood out to me this was during the time when he was in prison he was just saying that this is philippians chapter 1 verse 7 i believe or ch- yeah chapter 1 verse 7 i can be wrong um i'm just reading off this book i have i have a whole bunch of scripture books that i usually do um but this is what it says it says i have you in my heart and whether i am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel all of you share in god's grace with me i'm just going to read this one more time this is the niv version I have you in my heart, and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. So I'm going to just break this down with you for a little minute. He says that I have you in my heart. He's talking about Jesus. And whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, He's talking to the people at this point. He's saying that all of you share in God's grace with me. So he's saying that all of you guys have God's grace within you. And whether or not you want to believe it, it's there. The moment you stepped onto this earth, God already said, you know what? You have everlasting grace inside of you. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, it's there. And whether you want to activate it, it's still there. When you need it, it will always be there. And like a little more down... In Paul says in Philippians twelve twenty I mean my bad one chapter one verse twelve to twenty. He's basically saying Paul is being like I said, Paul's being held trip prisoner at this point, and he's saying that I'm in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. He wants you to proclaim the gospel. 
Holy yo, I don't know. I don't know about you, but the fact that he says that I'm in chains for Christ. No matter how how hard this world tries to hold you down because of your love and faith within God, it don't matter. No chains can hold you down because you know what? Your spirit is going to be overflowing holy and because of my chains most of my brothers and sisters have become confident in the lord you know when this came let me break this down a little bit you know because of my chains most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the lord i'm all, okay let me give you a scenario it's like chains can easily be held down be seen as being held down but because he's so confident in the Lord, it don't matter what his circumstances says. He knows the Lord has got his back. He knows that he has no doubt in the Lord. He says, God, if this is meant to be where I'm supposed to be, as long as it's what you want me to be doing, I will do it with with all my heart. It don't matter what other people say. People might come to you and say, yo, like, let me give you, say you're a homeless person and you're proclaiming the, the gospel. People might come to you and say, what are you doing? All you're doing is proclaiming the gospel on the street, on the road, and you don't even have money to feed yourself, blah, 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 blah. Do you know what you say to that? You say, you know what? God's going to feed me. It don't matter what you say. I have blessings coming my way because I am trying to spread the word of Jesus. And that's what you're supposed to be doing. <sighs> I know you guys are probably thinking like, yo, what is the message that she is trying to share? But I want you guys to understand that no matter what your circumstances is, even when you feel like people are coming down at you saying, yo, like, you're not doing anything. You're not doing that. Like, your circumstances don't look good in their eyes. God sees you. You know what? It takes time for you to really understand that he wants you to spend this time to really focus on him. Basically, it's saying, even when you are going through your worst times, I want you guys to rejoice in my name regardless. That's what he's basically saying. Because you know what? I have your back. God's saying, I have your back. You don't need to worry about nothing. People might come at you and say this and this and this. The devil might try to get into your head and start planting seeds. And that's when you start to rebuke it. Rebuke that. Because you know what? Don't let no one shake your faith. No one can ever shake your faith unless you let them. You, If you know who you are in Christ, you know who you are in this world. You know, it took so long for me to really understand what this means. And per- personally, for me, I know who I am in Christ because, like, I have a sense of idea what I want to do. You know, who I am in Christ is a sister, a supporter, trying to help what I like to do is help people. And I feel like God put that in my heart, in my head, in my in my life because he knows that's that's what he wants me to do. And like even these little things, I knew from the get-go for me that I wanted to help people for the rest of my life. You know, I knew that it was something that meant a lot to me because I had so many people helping me and like I feel like they're more deserving than me, you know. Just that in its simplicity just shows that, like, you're selfless. And, like, it took me a while to really understand that because, like, at one point in my life, I didn't really take care of myself the way that I took care of others. And I seen how big of a toll it had on me. And then at one point I was praying and God was like, what are you doing? I have your back and everything, but you also need to have your role in taking care of yourself too.
Yes, be selfless. Yes, share the gospel. Yes, do what you're doing right now with me beside you, within you. Holy Spirit already manifesting inside of you. But don't forget about you. Don't forget about eating. Don't forget about taking time away from people. Because it's so easy to go crazy when you when you don't have your guard up. You know, and people might come to me and say, you don't have to have your guard up. You know, God has your guard up for you. And yes, he does. He does 100%. But, it, but you need to play a role too. You need to take these necessary steps to take care of you also. God implemented these steps for you for a reason. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Okay, I'm just going to go a little more further than this. Um, I'm just going to go back to the scripture. Um, you guys are probably thinking like, yo, you're always going off track. This and this and this. <laughs> yo, I don't know, man. I just love talking. And if you're listening to this, listen to me ramble and talk about little scripture here and there. Thank you for staying tuned, you know. <laughs> Some people might like pause and exit. But thank God you're listening. <laughs> I hope you guys receive, you know. Um. So in verse 20, Paul says, this is 120, okay? Philippians 120, I believe, yes. It basically says, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. I want to say this again, okay? But a little more, more emphasize. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed. I don't want to be ashamed. I will not be ashamed. That's what him proclaiming. That's what Paul is proclaiming at this point. But we'll have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. So he's basically saying, Christ is within me. You know what I mean? I'm not ashamed. And I will always have sufficient. I will always have unlimited courage. So that now, as always, Christ will be uplifted, exalted in my body. Like they say, let me break this down. So your body is basically like the temple of God, basically. And people might, when you hear people saying to you that you shouldn't be drinking, you shouldn't be doing these drugs, blah, 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 blah. It took me a really long time for me to really understand this. And, like, basically it's saying that your body is a temple of the spirit. You want to take care of yourself. That's what it is. Take care of yourself because these substances, what you intake into your body, affects your spirit also. It affects who you are. It affects every living thing inside of you. And like Christ is within you. When you know that you have Christ within your body, within your soul, within inside of you... That's when you start to take necessary steps to take a step back to be away from certain people because of their energy. You know what I mean? Your spirit is so is 
is strong, but it can also be so vulnerable to the people that you allow it to be exposed to. People, food, air, anything. It's like the circle of life. So, like, if you think about the ecosystem, everything affects everyone. And, like, people might say, like, yo, like, I don't care about my environment, blah, 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 blah. As long as my body's good, I'm blessed, blah, blah, blah. But listen, your body is who you are. You play a role in this environment also. If you look at the cycle, like, uh, let me give you an example. Trees provide oxygen. And trees need food. Where do they get their food from? They get they have the sun, they have um, fertilizer, they have water, blah, blah, blah. But when these things are contaminated by the works of man, like pollution or like global warming, it affects our way of life also. So we need to play that role also. And then I'm going to go back to the scripture, okay? So when he says that, I will have, but but will have sufficient courage so that now as always Christ will be exalted in my body. Christ can be seen through his body. We're supposed to be walking as if we were Jesus on this world. You know, the only perfect person was literally Jesus and God. And as man, we were not perfect. We can never be as perfect as them, but we can work towards trying to be like them you know thinking would jesus do this or would say you see someone hurt on the ground and you just walked away would god would jesus really do that no he would stop and say hey do you need help what can i do to help you you know providing that support providing that help all this stuff that's what he mean by exalted in my body whether it's through life or by death, whether he has to die for Christ or whether he has to live on for Christ, he's going to do it. That's what Paul is basically saying. <sighs> but like at the same time, Paul may have all these all these um, thoughts in his head and all this like courage and everything. But don't get me wrong. He's also human. He also went through the struggles of saying, I don't know. What should I do? Who should I choose? Which is better by far? He has confusion too. He has doubt where he doesn't know what to do. In chapter in verse 24, he says further down, he says, "For to me to live in Christ and to die in gain, if I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me." So he's saying he, it doesn't matter. And then he goes to continue. Yet what shall I do? What should I choose? I don't know. He's basically weighing out his options. He's saying, you know what? Either way, I'm going to gain. But I don't know what to choose for. And he says it too. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. These verses show that also, Paul went through a split second of doubt. In a way, he's questioning God's will just like we sometimes do.
But after that split second, he says that I know that I will remain in the body. At that moment, he stopped fearing and doubting because he knows that God knows that he can do more. With remaining in his body and not coming home, for his mission is not done yet. At that moment, his flesh and his spirit were in the discussion where the devil saw his fear. That little drop of doubt. The devil put a single drop of doubt just to shake just to shake his, his faith. And you know what? He's like, oh, no, 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 no. I know what God wants me to do. I know whatever God's decision is, I know there's a reason why. And he's basically saying that I trust in God's motives. I trust in God's decisions. I trust in what he does. You know? And then later on, he's just basically saying, whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the the gospel. Turn whether I come see you or only hear about you in my absence. I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved by God. It has been granted to you by him not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Since you're going through the same struggle you saw, I had, and now hear that I still have. This is verses 29 to 30. I know you guys are probably wondering, like, she's just going through, going through these notes. All of this that I'm saying to you is literally these things that I pulled from the Bible. Verses um, 1, 12 to 20, um, to 28 to 30. Like, literally, all in one chapter. It took me... Reading through these actually helped me go... Helped me understand what I should do. And I'm going to read this verse one more time just for you guys, just because it really, it really helped me understand the reasons of struggle at this point when you go through trials and tribulation. It says that it has been granted to you by him, not only to believe, but also to suffer for him. He put these things for a reason, he put these situations in your life for a reason not to break you not to hurt you but i say this all the time throughout my voice notes or whatever i say that he doesn't do this to hurt you or to break you he does this because he knows it is bread for you he knows that it'll make you stronger he sees your potential more better than man in this world so take it and i'm gonna go further in since you're going through the same struggle you saw i had this is paul saying since you're going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now, here that I still have. He still has the spirit. He still has a lot more than what he had before. This specific verse, when I read this, I thought of Jesus, to be honest. Since you're going through the same struggle, 
do you listen jesus went through the same he knew what god was he had all full-time faith in him but he understands the struggles that what you go through when you're in this world of the man he understands it 100 percent. you really think he's gonna allow you to suffer without tools no when it feels like you have nothing you have everything already you need within you he already provided everything that you need to survive it's just up to you to realize it so i want to take this time to just go over what the message that i'm trying to say to you guys is what i'm trying to say is that Everybody has a different walk in faith. And everybody experiences things differently. You don't need to be afraid of that. You don't need to be afraid of what God has put inside your life. He put these things, these situations, these people in your life for a reason. You know? And when you aren't able to distinguish what is good and what is bad, that's a bad sign. In itself, that's when you know you gotta you gotta pray on pray on it even more, and figure out whether you really know what what is sent by the devil and what is sent by God. You are not alone. Okay, look at Paul. He literally went through chains and, like, he went to prison for the gospel. And this was during his time era. Right now, we have freedom of religion, freedom of faith, freedom of belief, depending on where you live. Whether you are, if you're in Canada or in the States, you're blessed. Or, like, in the Philippines, I don't know. Some places, they only want you to practice a certain faith and religion. But let me tell you something. When you walk with God... And when you start to do things specifically just for him, you will see all doors open. You'll see all things so much clearly and so much brighter. I don't know how to explain it. You just have this light inside of you. You feel this warmth that you never felt before. And I want you guys to understand that. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to show you guys, but this is my way of showing you guys. Allowing you to listen and see how I've dealt with certain things and certain trials. Because what I've realized is I've always questioned. Some some people always tell me if you do this and this and this. But I want to know. What process did you go through? I know it was hard. But what did... Help me understand. You know? And I want to be able to help you understand too. So if you guys have any questions. Any... Anything you want me to specifically talk about, or it's even just, you know, shine light on a little something, y'all can email me. I'm a, my email's up in the description. You can send me a DM and a direct message. And yeah, <laughs> I think this was a pretty long moment for y'all. This is almost 30 minutes. I just want to round things off. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for t- taking this time to 
sit here with me and ramble a little bit and yeah stay tuned for more if you like what you hear if you like what i've done please don't forget to like and subscribe leave a comment below if you want to you y'all can contact me and yeah stay blessed and have a good day or night